Welcome to the Mindset Hackers Podcast, where we will discuss topics that will help you level up both personally and professionally. If you haven't subscribed, please do so now so that you never miss an episode. Now, let's get going. What is up, Mindset Hackers? Thank you so much for joining me here today. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to reprogram your subconscious mind to do the heavy lifting on your way to success in your life. I want to give you a shout out and just say thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I absolutely love topic talking about topics that will help you level up both personally and professionally, help you find success, find some tips, tools and tricks that will help you hack into your highest version of yourself. So I want to I want you to thank yourself for being willing to invest the time in your own personal growth. I talk to a lot of people and it's very fascinating to see how few people are willing to invest in their own personal development. And that could be just listening to a podcast like you were doing right now or spending some actual money on getting a book or going through a course or spending money on some higher level coaching. Whatever you are doing, I am so proud of you for at least taking that action. Please remember to implement because the formula for success is knowledge plus action minus the overthink or the stress or the doubt, and that will lead up to massive success. So regardless, right now you are putting in the reps by listening to this podcast and investing in your own personal development. Just remember you are so, so very worth it. So please give yourself some self-love around this and be thankful for you being willing to love yourself, to invest in yourself, and to allow yourself to do what nature does, which is to grow and expand. All right, my friends. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about the subconscious mind. I am a huge fan of this topic. If you know me, you know I do a lot of work around programming my subconscious mind to do the heavy lifting and help me achieve success almost on autopilot. Some days I am just absolutely blown away by how my life has unfolded or things and events that come up. It feels amazing because it doesn't feel like I have to put in a lot of hard work. But really, I am putting in a lot of work in programming my subconscious to do the work for me, to help put me in the right situations, to help me attract or find the right people that I need to be around, to help me find or develop the right tools or resources or the knowledge to put me in the position to succeed at the things that are important to me in my life. So today I'm going to give you five examples of what I do to reprogram my subconscious mind. Before that, I wanted to tell a couple stories and talk about the subconscious and how powerful it actually is. It's amazing because our subconscious mind has most of the brain's activity. And I knew that I've heard that for a long time. And so the other day, you know, for some reason in my head, I was thinking that your subconscious mind is about, uh, responsible for about 95% of the activity in your, your mind and 5% in your conscious mind. I was so wrong about that. It's actually 0.01% of all the brain's activity is experienced by the conscious mind. An analogy of this that I heard was it's as if there are roughly one or excuse me, 10,000 cinema films actually going on in your brain all at once while you're only consciously aware of one of them. That's crazy to think about, but it shows that so much goes on in your subconscious that you are not aware of. 
The question is, is your subconscious working for you or working against you? The crazy thing is in most cases, the subconscious mind is holding you back much more than it is helping you move forward. You got to remember, my friends, that we still have remnants of our prehistoric lizard brain in us. And in prehistoric times, there was only one thing it was designed to do was to keep you alive and keep you safe. Now, in the modern world, it's much different because we don't have the same threats that we used to in prehistoric times. And now the brain still acts in ways that hold us back by keeping us in our comfort zones, by detecting things that are a little uncomfortable or where some growth is required as a threat, which it is not. And that is what, you know, we experience as far as the self-doubt or the the fear of judgment, the, the being afraid to put ourselves out there, the being afraid to fail and to look bad, the ego coming in the way. All that is is remnants of your of your prehistoric mind that used to use this to keep you from from actually dying or from severe harm. And now it's holding you back from just stepping into a higher version of yourself. Crazy when you start to think about that and realize it. But the subconscious mind is what it, what it does is it gives you excuses. It serves them up on a plate and tells you that you're too busy or that you don't have enough time, that you're, you don't have enough money to invest in yourself or you can't be resourceful. It keeps you from thinking out of the box. But what, what would happen if you were able to flip the switch and get all of that brain power working on your behalf? The thing is, my friends, is success is nature and the universe wants us to be successful we were built to expand and to grow and our minds are so capable of amazing things. And you see people that are testaments of this all of the time. What happens though, is we get wounds and scars through life that hold, that hurt us. And then our mind tries to keep us from that pain again. So it covers it up and puts a big scar over it and then tries to deviate us away from things that will risk us even coming close to those pains but those pains are not going to kill us. Oftentimes, they can make us so much better. They can make us stronger. They can help us because we can learn to use them. They're so powerful if you allow them to be. You know, I was actually a guest on a podcast about, you know, a couple hours ago before I was recording this. And I was asked about one of my big goals for this year. And... The goal for this year is for me to create a $1 million revenue uh, business. So I've, I've already built my business, but I want the revenues from my business to exceed $1 million in the calendar year of 2022. And I noticed I felt a little uncomfortable saying that. And I threw in some extra comments about, you know, it's more about the process. It's about me learning the process. Well, a lot of that's true. I could detect and feel it in my body that there was some residue of me that felt a little bit of guilt about talking about big numbers as if it's a bad thing. My conscious mind knows that money is a good thing. It is a reflection of the, the value that you bring to the world. And there's nothing wrong with having or for seeking money. Sometimes people can use it in the wrong way or they might have bad motivations around it. But there's a lot of people that do a lot of good in this world by having a lot of money or by creating a lot of money. And it's interesting because I noticed that I actually hesitated on saying that publicly, which is why I'm saying it here. 
I'm, I'm going to be a lot more vocal for it because I do not want that to be something that holds me back or, you know, keeps me a prisoner of this worry that people are, someone's going to judge me because I want to make a, a million dollar business in a year. So I'm bringing this up because that's my subconscious and an example of it holding me back at some point in my life, you know, maybe there was a fear around money or maybe like I had been programmed to think that, you know, rich people are greedy or that it's a bad thing to have money. And that has, you know, held in my brain just in a small, small little area of my subconscious. And although it doesn't keep me from taking action, just me noticing that is, it it really helps me understand that there's things that are working to hold you back. There's headwinds that, that you have, and they could be small headwinds or they could be massive things that are just suffocating you and holding you down that just lie in your subconscious. Here's how you tell what's going on under the hood is by the actions that you take. So let me give you a little bit more context around the $1 million thing and why that's important to me. It's not just a number, but the reason why I, I have that goal And the reason why I am talking about it right now is because at one point I was asked a question from a mentor of mine and he asked me, why aren't you making a million dollars in one year? This was in 2019. And when I was asked that question, my immediate response was, well, I don't need to have that much money. You know, I'm doing pretty well. I've got a good work-life balance. Things are going great. There's no need for me to chase that down. And he said, oh, so you're fat and happy. What he meant by that was it's good enough as it is. And so you don't need to grow yourself. And I'm, as you know, I'm very passionate on trying to be the best version of ourselves. And I was, you know, I thought about that. And I was like, he's right. He's found my, where my limiting beliefs. So I, I used to think that I didn't have a lot of limiting beliefs, but the reality is I do. They're just higher up that, you know, the, the, the scale might be different than somebody else, but we all have limiting beliefs. And this was a great, great question because it started to test the boundaries of my subconscious. And I realized that I realized it was my subconscious throwing up excuses. And my conscious mind was saying, yeah, it's totally doable. If somebody else can do it, so can I, you guys have heard me say that mantra. And so I was thinking about why is there resistance here? And I realized it's the subconscious programming and the actions that I was taking in 2019 are completely different than the actions that I am taking right now. And what it is, is there's a part of my brain that just didn't believe that I could do that. My conscious mind is thinking, yeah, totally possible. Other people are doing it. My subconscious is like, whoa, if you do that, you're going to have to learn new skills. You're going to have to meet new people. You're going to have to be a different version of yourself. So it's telling me that that's not possible. It's trying to create excuses. It's telling me that things are good enough just as they are. That's the power the subconscious has is, is you don't even realize it, but it's whispering in your ear. It's telling you stories and then you buy into it. And so you lay low, you stay in your comfort zones. You don't do what it takes to expand into the higher version of yourself. Another example of this was I was asked what my favorite book was or, or one really good book re- recommendation uh, that I've read recently. And I suggested the book Jay Shetty's Think Like a Monk, which is an amazing book. It's so enlightening. It's such a good read. 
And I remember reading it last summer and I was like, I can't believe it's taken this long for me to read this book. I had heard about it a couple of years earlier and I've seen some of Jay Shetty's work online. And I was like, why did it take so long for me to read this book? And then I realized the reason why I didn't read it for so long, why I would see it and not buy it was because it, the title is Think like a monk. And what was going on in my subconscious mind is monks don't have money. And I, that's not necessarily true. But in my head, in my subconscious mind, the word monk was equated with no money. And no money was equated to not having fun. Therefore, Simon did not want to read this book because it associated the book with not having fun. Isn't that crazy? took me a minute to realize this, but it's so true. And then, you know, the funny thing is, is monks are actually like, they have a lot of fun, at least the ones that I know. They're so enlightened and there's, oh, I've never seen an unhappy monk. I mean, probably not the ones in the, the monasteries in, in, you know, medieval times, but I'm talking about the monks like uh, the Dalai Lama. They're always so happy. They always have so much joy in their life. And it's so funny because somewhere Along the line, I just you visualize monks as having no money and just living this poor life where they're not enjoying it, where they're not having fun. And the, the crazy thing is money isn't even doesn't even equate to happiness in the first place. And so just looking at those two examples, like one was kind of an aversion to money and one was kind of an aversion to what I equated as not having money. And inside of my subconscious mind, it's affecting what I do in this world, it's affecting my actions. It's holding me back and keeping me from doing things that I really want to do in my in my life, in my conscious mind. So crazy to think about that. So anyways, I thought I'd share those with you as just kind of fun realizations that I've had recently. Let's dive in into the five ways that I wanted to suggest to you that you can use to reprogram your subconscious mind to have it start working on your behalf. The thing that's crazy is I do the work. Like I don't feel like I work very hard, but I have a consistent practice. I do I have rituals that I've been doing for years. I've been working on these for so long and so I am doing the work, but I'm doing the work up front in a way that I like to do it and it makes things easier on the back end. And the crazy thing is, is I do not want my subconscious to be holding me back without me being aware. So this is what it looks like, my friends. The first thing that I'm going to talk about, of course, is visualization. I talk about this all the time. I say that this is a big part of my morning routine. So for me, when I get up, I spend probably like 20 to 30 minutes meditating and visualizing. Meditation is just me being grounded, feeling where I am, being present, letting my mind slow down. It doesn't mean that I'm not thinking or you know I've eliminated thoughts in my mind. What it means is I've just allowed myself to have some space to let my mind, that beautiful supercomputer inside of my head, to cool down and to let some of that, all that information start just finding its place inside of my head. Then once I feel like I'm calm, I try to drop into what's called a theta state. Your mind has five different brainwave states, meaning frequencies. Some are very high frequency and some are very low frequency. The lowest is a delta state, and this is when you are asleep. Right up from that, before your awake state and your sleep state, there's this 
this groggy state when you're just coming to uh, it's a very lucid state it's called theta state now theta state a way to describe this is when you are driving down the highway and you're kind of lost in your thoughts and you start thinking about some really really cool ideas and you're like I should do this and I should do that and then you get home and you kind of snap out of that lucid state and you're like, okay, that was a bad idea. And you start coming up with judgments of why that wouldn't work. Okay, that's when you snap, snap out of a, a, of a theta state. That's when you kind of go into an alpha or a beta state. But theta state is extremely powerful. And when you're a child from zero to three years old, your mind is almost always in a theta state. And this is why children can start learning so much information is because there's less judgment going on from their conscious mind and their subconscious is literally being programmed at this point in their life. The sad thing is they're also learning limitations at this time. You know, it's not like we have to learn or grow into things. I mean, we do to an extent, but a lot of it is we get programmed of things that hold us back. And that's what happens while your mind is in theta state. You're doing a lot of learning but you're also learning a lot of limitations. From three till seven years old, you start to transition and your mind goes from a theta to a mostly alpha or beta state when you're awake. But the crazy thing about meditation is it can slow your, your brain waves down to the point where that wall between your subconscious and your conscious mind gets really thin. This is a perfect place to start implanting new thoughts and new feelings to start embodying the person that you want to become, to start feeling what it would be like to manifest that great future that you have, that big dream, that big vision. You start to think about it and you start to live in that moment and feel that. What that's doing is it's starting to rewire your subconscious brain, but it's also teaching your mind to drop the, those feelings of gratitude and serotonin and dopamine into your body and get you to start taking action. And the crazy thing is, is when your mind and your body are in sync, you can become unstoppable. This, you start getting your subconscious and your body working on your behalf because it starts craving the feeling that you get from your vis visualization. That is if it's vivid enough. You know, don't just think about it as if you're in a movie, but feel what it is that you want to feel in that moment and feel it now and eventually you will experience that and your subconscious mind will do a lot of the work for you okay here's one thing that i love doing it's called a sleep headband and you can find these on amazon.com for about 20 30 dollars and basically it is just a headband that you can put over, it's got a Bluetooth connection, it will connect with your phone or whatever phone app you use uh, for music. And what I do is I put on affirmations around abundance or whatever it is that I want, you know, some people that might look like self-love or confidence, you know, but for me, one thing that I love, it's, you guys know this, abundance is one of my favorite topics to talk about. So I'm programming my subconscious with abundance affirmations. And you guys heard me. I just talked about theta state as being the state between you being awake and falling asleep. So if you are going to bed and you start to drift off, that's when you are naturally going into the theta state. When I was talking about 
meditation and visualization, you're kind of like inducing that. But when you fall asleep, you are naturally going, your brain waves are in an alpha and beta state and they start slowing down. They pass through theta and then go into delta as you fall asleep. What's cool about a sleep headband is you put that on and you play some affirmations. What'd be really cool too is to create your own and to record your voice over some music and then play these as you're falling asleep and you're programming yourself with your own words and your own voice. I haven't done that part yet, but I definitely have found some really good affirmations around abundance. And as I'm drifting off to sleep, I can hear them in my ears. And that is starting to reprogram my subconscious. I swear to God, this, this stuff works. Like since I've been doing this, I have received so much abundance in my life. I am so blown away by the opportunities, by the people, the situations that come into focus since I've been doing some of these practices, my friends. Okay, let's move on to the third tip to reprogram your subconscious mind. This is this is where I talk about affirmations, okay? Thoughts become create your emotions and your feelings. Your emotions and your feelings create your actions or your lack of actions. And your actions or lack of actions create your results or your lack of results. And those feed back into your thoughts. Now, what is it when you speak out loud, when you make a declaration or a statement? They can be a word, they can be words of affirmation. You know, you guys have heard me say my words of affirmation. If they can do it, so can I. I can go harder. I can figure this out. I will do whatever it takes. You've heard me talk about how I have those mantras printed above my shower. And every day I take a cold shower before I start my work day. And I repeat those affirmations as I thump my chest and the cold water cascades down over my body. And it makes me feel so confident and gives me so much energy and passion to step into the day. Now, this is kind of like what, what I would say is just kind of like pounding it into your subconscious. I'm literally thumping my chest and saying this out loud. If thoughts become things, words are the, the in-between. Words are an expression of your thoughts in your mind. So when you say them with passion and you thump your chest, you're literally driving those into your subconscious. You're not sliding them in like when you do with theta state, but you're, you're, you're basically hammering them into your mindset. You guys can relate to this. You've all heard a song that was really catchy. Maybe it was on a commercial and you heard it enough times to where it started to play on autopilot in your mind. And you're like, I wish I could get this out of my head. But just the repetition of hearing that over and over, it will embed itself in your subconscious. And sometimes you can't get rid of it. So if you're going to have your, your mind spinning, why not program it with affirmations? I was not a big practitioner of affirmations, but they've been something that I've really, really, really leaned into recently. And I can definitely feel the power of affirmations. I feel like it's so important in my practice and it really helps me out in so many ways and it gives me such momentum. If anything, you know, subconscious aside, think about like just the feeling that it gives you. It makes you just so inspired and have so much passion and energy when you start your day. So I think that there's a dual purpose there, right? It really primes you for your day but I do believe that this is another way to reprogram your subconscious for success. Okay, number four 
journaling thoughts become things, right? So if you are writing down your goals, writing down what you want to achieve, the very action of you taking a thought and putting it on a piece of paper is an actual manifestation of something. And that has a lot of significance. And I think the very action of doing that helps to rewire your subconscious. Not only that, but it's kind of like an affirmation, the repetition of you taking your mind and, and creating you know, a journal entry of what it is that you want to achieve, what do you need to do to get there, how do you find the tools that you need, what is it that you are missing, and you start writing down some of that stuff over and over, that, my friends, it's very, you know, it started in the conscious mind, but that's also reprogramming your subconscious to help you out and work on your behalf. Okay, the last one, this is something I geek out on. I love having my goals put in places where I can see them. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about the five pillars to creating massive goals and, and, and manifesting those goals. And one of them was to make sure that your goals are visible. So I'm going to revisit that right here because I think this is part of reprogramming your subconscious mind too. I'm going to share a few ways that I do that. The first is, is my lock screen on my phone. That has my million dollar vision on there, what I'm going to feel, what I want to experience, and it's got a really cool visual. Used uh, a graphic design program to create an awesome lock screen graphic. And what's cool is every time I log into my phone, every time I have to access it, my goals are right there in front of me. Another thing that I do is I have a vision board. Vision board has quite a few of my goals and inspirations on there, who I want to become, the characteristics that I want to develop. And, you know, that's right next to my desk where I can see it every day when I step into work. Another place that I have it is right on my computer. So I just take a little piece of paper, have it printed out with several goals that I want, and I just put it right there. So even though I'm not paying attention to it, I'm focused on my email or I'm focused on creating something, in the corner of my eye, I can see my goal. It's very visible, and I believe that to be programming my subconscious as well. And the other thing, too, is, is all the stuff being in front of you, your reticular activating system, which is the part of the brain that deems information important and filters out what should go into your conscious mind or what is relevant to you, I believe that just the attention on these things will help narrow that down. So that's another way that I do it. Someone in one of my coaching groups mentioned changing your password to be one of your goals. I love that because I haven't done it yet, but I love that because it's like you're going to sign into something and you're actually writing your goals down as the password. That is incredibly powerful. But that sums it up, my friends. I am, I'm going to close out this episode because we're going a little bit longer than I like usually like to. I want to keep these digestible for you. But let me um, summarize the five uh, tips that I do for reprogramming my subconscious mind. Number one, visualization with a special attention to being in a theta state, which is a very, very calm mental state where you're, uh, the wall between your subconscious and your conscious mind becomes really thin and more malleable, where you can imprint new beliefs in there. Second one is the sleep headband. You can order that on Amazon for around $30, just a slim headband to put around your head. Listen to some affirmations, some guided affirmations or meditation music with what it is that you want to program your mind with. 
or you can create your own, record your own voice, saying what it is that you want to have or change in your life, put it over some meditation music and play it while you're falling asleep and you're going from the alpha or beta state all the way into delta state and passing through that wonderful sweet spot called theta state. Number three is to do your affirmations, my friend. Make sure you make this a habit. Find some that are empowering and are aligned. Here's one more note on affirmations. Don't be all over the board with this. Make sure you don't have like every day just saying them randomly like with no emotion behind it. Make sure these are ones that are very relevant to what it is that you want to accomplish and keep them a little bit narrow and meaningful. You know how uh, people say a prayer and they say, I'm thankful for this, I'm thankful for that without much feeling behind it. Same thing with affirmations. Make sure that they that you use those with intent and use them with emotion and passion behind them and they'll be far more effective. Okay, tip number four is to make sure you are doing a journaling practice, asking yourself, declaring what it is that you want and then asking yourself how, it, how you're gonna get there, what do you need to know, who are the people that you need to be around, what resources can you tap into and letting your mind start spinning and working on your behalf as because it is a supercomputer. It's just like you going into Google and asking a question. You're doing that with your own mind through journaling. Okay, last one is, you know, use things like your lock screen, create a vision board, uh, put your goals in a place where you can see them just peripherally every day so that they are in being seen by your your subconscious, by by your mind. They're being, you know, visible to you and um, not being forgotten about. And then I'm going to give one more. This is the last one too. Um, just a bonus one. Gratitude is such a great way to tune your focus into things that you want. When you have great, when you're grateful for things and you can even be grateful for things that you have not manifested yet, put that into practice because that just feels good. That's a really good way to elicit the emotions that you want to feel when that actually happens. So make sure you are doing your gratitude for what it is that you want to accomplish, my friends. All right, I'm going to wrap this up. I hope this has been a powerful episode for you, my friends. Go out there and get it. Make sure you're very clear on what you want and then get your subconscious to start working on your behalf. I would really appreciate if you would rate this show. It just takes a second. If you're on Spotify or Apple, you can drop however many stars you feel is appropriate for this show. I would love it if you would make sure to send this to somebody who would resonate with this message. And again, just like I said at the very beginning of this episode, I appreciate you, my friends. Thank you so much for taking time to invest in yourself. Have a wonderful day.